Hi there, and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us. Being a proactive parent, getting the resources that you need to help get your child better, because children on the autism spectrum can definitely improve. My own son is living proof. I was told to drug him, try behavioral therapies, and there would be nothing we could do for him. And because of my holistic background and and my research with the brain, I just didn't want to listen to that. I wanted to find out what the causes were. And like you, I was out there researching, listening to everything I could, reading. And and fortunately, um, through everything that I found, I have now my son today is fully recovered from his symptoms of autism. And we know that everybody's level of recovery is different but they can be healthier, they can sleep better, they can focus in a classroom, they can control their moods and not have tantrums and rage all the time. They can uh, be able to have friends in, social, in a social, normal social environment so your child can live a happier and healthier life. And to, to help you understand all of the pieces that, that really need to take place, uh, I've created a free webinar for you, and it's, um, it's on stage one, which is healing the gut, Stage two is natural and safe heavy metal detoxification. Stage three is clearing the co-infections like mold, lime, and strep. And then stage four is brain support and repair. And you can register for that. It's free. And please share it with others. The link to it is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. No spaces, just free workshop. And um, that'll give you a good overview of all of the things that are necessary for the optimum level of recovery for your child and uh, how I can help you do it uh, because that's important too is knowing how. And today I'm excited because this is a very important topic for autism and uh, as, as are pretty much everything that we talk about here, but this one is commonly misunderstood, I think. So we are going to be talking about stem cell therapy for autism today. And fortunately, we have an expert with us on this subject. And so we're going to clarify any misconceptions, any concerns, um, what you need to be aware of when looking into stem cell therapy, what it's about, how it works. And um, rather than me kind of going into some of that now, I'm going to let our guest explain that to you. So I'd like to introduce her. Um, We have today, very fortunately with us, Dr. Joy Kong. She is uh, an MD, founder and medical director of Thea CRM. She graduated as a valedictorian from San Francisco State University. Dr. Kong completed her medical training at UCLA School of Medicine. As a result of her intense interest in the human brain, she specialized in psychiatry and worked at a Veterans Affairs Hospital in L.A. County. While working in the hospital ER and in county clinics, she realized the futility of trying to treat someone without examining the person in a holistic manner, and which led to her interest in integrative medicine. She believes in respecting the complexity of our own microcosm and taking into the account its interactions with the environment. Dr. Kong has consulted with many regenerative medicine experts from around the world and has lectured internationally on stem cell therapy. Dr. Kong is a member of American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, certified in advanced cellular therapeutic protocols, is board certified by American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology, and American Board of Addictive Medicine. 
She is also the president of the American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy, an avid educator helping physicians to become fully trained in the science and practice of regenerative medicine. And um, we will link to everything, including Dr. Kong's website, so you can contact her as well. Everything will be, the show notes today will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash stem cell. No spaces, just all, all together stem cell. So Dr. Kong, thank you so much for being here with us. I greatly appreciate your, your time and your expertise on this important subject. So welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. So why don't we start out at the beginning? Um, you know, many listeners are maybe stem cell therapy is brand new to them. They don't know anything about it at all. So, um, you know, basically, what is stem cell therapy? Maybe we can start with that. Okay. So just that itself has a lot of misconceptions. Um, I think what people knew a lot about stem cell therapy initially was from embryonic stem cell research. Um, and uh, even though that has great promise, but as a therapeutic method, it's not allowed in the U.S. because of the high risk of uh, what's called teratoma, this is the form of tumor, uh, because we cannot control the growth of these stem cells. So when we talk about stem cell therapy, yes, you may be able to get embryonic stem cells in some other countries, but in this country, we're talking about either using a person's own stem cells or use uh, a birth tissue, which are come from healthy life births. So it's the waste product of the placenta and umbilical cord. So those are full of uh, stem cells, so you can utilize those. So those are the stem cell therapy. And when people think about stem cell therapy, I think one common misconception is that people think, oh, yeah, I'm getting stem cells. So these cells are going to become the new cells. They're going to replace, if I need more neurons, they may replace neurons. If I need more uh, cartilage, they will they will become the cartilage cells. But as, you know, in the last a, a couple decades, the research has been very clear of how these cells work. The main way these, the stem cell therapy that we, we, we've been utilizing, uh, you know, the, the, the forms I was talking about using a person's own or birth tissue, you know, is, is really through a signaling effect of these cells. So it's not about the cells starting to differentiate and become the cells that you want them to be. It's about these cells sending your body the right signals so your body, your own stem cells, can start differentiating and replace the, the, the damaged old cells or start to repair. So, um, so, so that mechanism is very complex. Um, it, it, it can modulate the immune system. The immune system really is, is extraordinarily, uh, you know, sophisticated. And that can help your body to regenerate and can give you the right environment, the healing environment. Um, and, and then it can talk to your, your own stem cells, talk to other cells in the area. And um, so, so having the cells is important, um, but other things in the stem cell therapy are important too, such as even extracellular matrix, 
um, you know, full of proteins and, and signals um, or stru structural supports, and those can be important, or the growth factors, which work synergistically with the cells. So a lot of people don't like the word stem cell therapy. They call it either cell therapy or regenerative medicine, you know, therapy, because it's so much more complex than just using the cells. You really need, you need a holistic approach to, to bring everything together. Yeah, so that, that will be something that I want people to take away. It is important to know, you know, the, the differences between cell therapy, regenerative medicine, what this all means, too. We're going to take a short break right here, but when we come back, um, I think that would be important to kind of dive into a little bit further. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. We will be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about stem cell therapy for autism and and we have Dr. Joy Kong, specialist in stem cell therapy, with us today. And before the break, we were talking about how these cells signal our own cells or create signals that will help to send the body um, to, you know, the messages to repair their own cells, which is very interesting how it how it all works really, and and how you want to find quality uh, quality um, sources to get these from. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of the, some of the legalities and how some people are, you know, leaving, going, flying into foreign countries, and I want to cover that. But I think first of all, let, let's ask, let's talk a little bit about the different mechanisms in autism, because I know that autism is its very own special and unique uh, piece, and and how these um, these stem cells can assist with the defects in the T cell numbers, which are, you know, basically our body can have these, these immune reactions because they have basically autism is a form of an autoimmune um, response. So maybe, Dr. Kong, you can give us some of that explanation around the, the, the mechanisms and, and on autism. Yes, absolutely. So autism, you know, of course, I, I study psychiatry. So um, unfortunately, the the common psychiatric treatments is really um, not so much at um, targeting the real mechanisms of what's underneath autism, but more of subduing uh, a patient, just you know, or to prevent outbursts and, and or 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 psychotic like behavior, you know, because that's the psychiatric approach or mood disorder. So it, it's very limited in its approach. But really, when you look at the underlying issues, there, there are a few things that underlines autism. One is that that they realize that. 
people, uh, children with autism have uh, shown to have impaired uh, central nervous system circulation. So that, that results in hypoxia. So the brain is starving of oxygen. So it's lacking in oxygen. And um, so what happened with stem cells is that it actually can stimulate uh, what's called angiogenesis, which means more new, new blood vessel formation. So actually getting the blood supply to be enhanced in the brain. And there are also um, um, other things, like you mentioned, autoimmune issues. So uh, parents, um, actually, you know, family members of uh, autistic children have a higher uh, percentage uh, of having autoimmune conditions comparing to just, you know, people who, you know, uh, you know, regular people who don't have autistic relatives. So these, the, the, so it's a cluster of higher autoimmunity. And, and one thing about stem cells is that it's very good, especially mesenchymal stem cells. That, that's the most used and most um, kind of uh, sought after type of stem cells uh, these days. They are superb at suppressing pathological immune responses. And uh, they also can stimulate um, uh, the formation of new blood, uh, you know, blood cells, um, and, um, and, 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 and even helping with, um, you know, blood vessel formation, so angiogenesis. So because of these autoimmune irregularity or, or, or pathologies, um, the stem cells can go in there and help correct that. Um, so it, it's interesting, like one of the um, studies actually had brain autopsy of 11 autistic children, and they saw that there's active neural inflammation um, uh, in a lot of areas of the brain. So there's inflammatory condition going on in these children. Of course, they, they you know, they, they've died, but they were comparing these with um, age-matched controls, um, and they found out there's a lot of um, a lot of neuroinflammation, and the stem cells, the mesenchymal stem cells, are really fantastic at their anti-inflammatory uh, effects. So there, there are different mechanisms the stem cells can, can uh, alter. Uh, it can help, like I mentioned, form new blood vessels. It can, so it can, uh, you know, supply more, more oxygen so the cells can function more normally. And it can also calm the excessive, you know, immune activation and reduce inflammation. And, um, and then it also can stimulate the, the local stem cells in the brain. Um, and these stem cells also secrete different factors. So different factors to help local cells to, to, to regenerate or to uh, be, be healthier. Um, and, and also it helps with antioxidant activities. And um, so, it helps, so it helps re restore the neural connectivity. So all these are the ranges of, um, of mechanisms that the stem cells can help. Wow, it's fascinating. I mean, what kind of things have, um, how would parents really notice as far as results that you've seen? Um, can you give us a, some examples? Uh, parents, uh, for example, uh, there's one little girl I treated, um, you know, I, I, I saw in, in our clinic. Um, she went from um, diaper bound. She was um, um, about seven years old. Um, one from, she, she, she even had a, um, a stem cell 
uh, therapy uh, of her own bone marrow, uh, I, I think when she was about five. Um, she did that in India. So it, it did help her somewhat, somewhat, but I think she got a better risk response even just through a simple IV uh, treatment using our, our, our cells, um, our birth tissue-derived cells. And she went from being uh, diaper-bound, so completely incontinent, um, without bowel control, to um, almost all the time uh, is able, you know, off diaper, is able to tell the parents, you know, that, you know, potty, um, you know, when they are out. So the parents could, um, you know, the parents would say, you know, can you wait a little bit so we can find a bathroom? And then she will hold it and she will wait. Um, so it's, except for very rare, rare occasions when she was um, in a very unfamiliar environment, you know, when they're traveling, that there may be a few accidents. But basically she was off diaper. And she also went from being nonverbal to being verbal. So she started talking, and she was, uh, you know, also using sign sign language, but she was counting and um, in my office. So she was completely nonverbal and was very hyperactive, very difficult. Um, but and then she also had hypotonia, so she had muscle weakness. She couldn't go up the stairs on her own. Her parents always had to carry her. But after the treatment, she was able to climb the stairs up herself. So there, there are a whole range of changes and interactions with kids, being able to, uh, you know, react better in social situations. So all these are just this is just for one one kid I've I've treated. But there are a lot of different cases of various uh, improvements. Seen in these kids. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I want to ask you a little bit more about, you know, like you said, you mentioned the IV, and I'm wondering if they were her stem cells or if you get them from others. And I know that you have a very strict practice for how you get them, uh, and I want to go into that. But first, we're going to take a short break. So you're listening to Nationally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Please stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about stem cell therapy for autism, and we have Dr. Joy Kong with us, who is a specialist in this area. And and I know, Dr. Kong, it is something you have to be very careful of where you get these stem cells from, because there's a lot of poor potency, there's a lot of lack of integrity out there. And I, I do know um, some personal stories of, of hearing from people who've gone to foreign doctors and who are, you know, they're, they're actually putting on free seminars and recruiting people to their centers, you know, throughout the U.S. and then outside of the country. And then uh, parents are kind of being pulled into, uh, you know, false claims and um, not getting accurate treatment. And so I'm wondering if you can give us some background. Uh, um, and I know that you've come up with a method. And, and for our listeners, Dr. Kong is in the United States. She's in California. And um, you have come up with a way to get around this. So can you give us some background on, on, on sort of all of that? You know, I do want to find out, too, what, what eventually parents should really be cautious of um, and what you have found um, and how you do it. Yeah, there's so much to talk about on the subject. Um, mm -hmm. Initially, um, of course, people were going to Panama, to Mexico um, to get these stem cell treatments. So. Um, a lot of them, so some are utilizing a person's own bone marrow. Uh, that's one popular method, um, such as in Mexico. And then um, some are using birth tissue-derived, so umbilical cord-derived cells, um, such as in Panama. So um, 
using a person's own. First of all, um, so I have an online lecture. It's called it's on YouTube. Um, I, I go into this in huge depth uh, because I, it really is meant for all the doctors out there who are doing stem cell therapy because a lot of information people just don't know, but the research is out there. So I just showed article after article. The, it, the title is called Are All MSCs Created Equal? So, so even though I was talking about MSCs, the mesenchymal stem cells, how powerful they are, but just because they are MSCs, doesn't mean from any source they're the same. So if they're coming from your own body, if you have certain genetic issues and that's carried with you, and if you are aging, if you are getting older, even when you're 20, 30, your cells still have aged and have endured environmental degradation. And so not to mention when you're, you know, 40, 50, but autistic kids, you know, they're young. But still, like we talked about, um, there's, there's, Genetic, um, you know, for people with autoimmune conditions, we found that their mesenchymal stem cells do not function as well as the the mesenchymal stem cells in a healthy person. So their immune modulating uh, abilities has has been impaired to some degree. But um, so that said, if you are using a newborn, a healthy newborn's um, mesenchymal stem cells. Um, in other countries where cell expansion is allowed, such as uh, Panama, um, what they do is that they will get the cells from the umbilical cord, uh, either cord blood or cord tissue, and then they will expand them. So they grow them in culture. And that is not allowed to be used unless it's under a clinical trial in the U.S. So in the United States, uh, what the government said, the FDA said, you can use the stem cells but you can't manipulate it in any way. You can't use enzymes. You can't use, you know, to break down the, the neighboring tissue because enzymes do affect the stem cells. And you cannot grow them in culture. So you can't manipulate it in, in any way. But if you don't, they're the original cells. And if you use them uh, the same, uh, you know, for the same function that they were, um, that, that they had in the donor's body, then you can use it legally. You know, that's okay. If it falls under a different section of the regulations, it's the, the, the section 361. So that's the, the FDA says basically then these cells are considered 361 products and then they can be used uh, without a drug trial. Um, so that's, that's what's going on. And what I believe is that, first of all, cells from a healthy newborn, um, they are a lot more potent um, than an adult cells, especially when a person has, you know, aged more, you know, 30, 40, you know, especially above 50. Um, so, so these cells, you know, they, they've demonstrated um, that they are more anti-inflammatory, so they secrete more anti-inflammatory factors. They have more neuroprotective effects. They have more generations left. Their telomeres longer, which means they have more generations, right? And then and, and the cells' DNAs are more protected. And, um, and, and, and so all their, um, uh, their, their vibrancy is just a lot higher metabolically. They're more active. And when you expand the cells, let's say you get the cells from these you know, newborn tissue, uh, the, the umbilical cord or placenta, um, and you start expanding them. The problem with expansion is that um, the cells start to lose potency. So it's not like they're just money growing on trees. You can just keep growing them. It doesn't work that way. The cells will start to degrade. 
Um, so when you going overseas, getting 200, 300 million cells, um, what the research has shown, and I, I, I've shown one study, is that that 10 times the number of cells, let's say I'm giving somebody uh, 20 million cells, and they go overseas and get 200 million. The, what it shows is that the 200 million doesn't have as good of an effect as the 20 million. And that's really interesting because when cells, when you grow them in culture, a lot of them are not stem cells anymore. They start to differentiate. So even though they're measured as cells, they're no longer mesenchymal stem cells. They're, they're further differentiated. So there's, there's a lot of intricacy. People think, oh, my God, I'm getting 200 million cells just because you're get, getting a lot of cells. It doesn't mean that you're getting better results. So what I believe the best treatment is original cells, and completely unmanipulated, which retain the highest potency, and you don't need that many cells. So like the, the little girl that um, I saw in my clinic, I, I just mentioned, um, you know, it was, um, I think she got about, about 30 million cells, right? It doesn't take that much because they're so powerful, so potent, and that's where you can get, that's where you can, you can get their, their, their actions. Um, you can, you know, you, you can get the benefits. Um, so in the U.S., when people use these cells, um, there are different sources, too. There's from core blood and there's from core tissue. So they're all from umbilical cord. And that we can talk about, you know, in, in a little bit about the differences. Okay. Yeah, that's important to know. It's not just about quantity. Um, same I find with probiotics. You know, there, there are so many things people think, well, it's got more in it, so isn't that better? No, it's not necessarily at all. So, uh, yeah, the, the source and, uh, and, and all of that is very, very important. We'll, we'll dive back into that. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we are talking with Dr. Joy Kong, who is an expert on stem cell therapy, and we're talking about stem cell therapy for autism as well. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, basically quality versus quantity. Just just getting a lot more isn't necessarily, uh, and often is not better, especially if the cells have had reduced potencies. So. Um, you mentioned Dr. Kong a little bit right before about cord versus blood. And I, I'm wondering, uh, you know, okay, so babies are born and some are already, they have some contaminate, contaminants they've had. Maybe mom has had some environmental toxic exposure while she was, um, while she was pregnant. And so the baby sometimes can have some, some toxins in it. So I'm wondering that, you know, what issues there are with that if people, you know, use, it's better to use somebody else's that you think are more pure and how you know that those are clean cells versus using your own. And so I'm just wondering about that, like source contamination um, versus getting something that might be a little bit more, more pure. Yeah, that's why knowing your source is really important. Um, so in the U.S., when we, when we use birth tissue derived cells, um, the cells, the, the, the donated tissue supposedly have gone through very, very strict inspection um, and, and, and criteria. Unfortunately, some companies, you know, are really damaging the industry. Um, so this company called Livion, um, their product had been recalled twice now. So uh, first, first time there was E. coli 
contamination and then and then and then there was another issue it would just uh it's really unfortunate because you know the sourcing and and the inspection uh it's just not up to par that's why the product was recalled by the fda um so working with a laboratory that that you know that that upholds the highest standards you know that's that's the most important thing so what happened in 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 this industry was when I first started, um, you know, using stem cells for my patients, um, I, I realized certain facts were not adding up. And because uh, I was told mesenchymal stem cells was the main thing that's working in the product. And at that time, it was a cord blood product so from umbilical cord blood, which has a lot of wonderful qualities. But uh, a cord blood has about, at most, 1% of mesenchymal stem cells. But I wasn't told that. So, what, what, but the core blood is very easy to process. So, um, a lot of laboratories can easily set up shop and uh, everything is already in the blood. So, you just spin it down and then you can get the cells. Uh, unfortunately, with just 1% of mesenchymal stem cells, um, not only is lacking the therapeutic potentials from these mesenchymal stem cells, but also there's a little bit higher, um, you know, a little bit higher chance of uh, immune interactions or, or, or um, because of the, the purity, you know, how, how pure you can make the product. Um, if there's red blood cell contamination, definitely there can be more immune uh, rejection because the red blood cells are mature cells. So that would have ex- uh, exhibited surface receptors that are of different human. But when they're younger cells, um, really they should give people very pure cells, what's called um, uh, either hematopoietic progenitor cells or mononuclear cells. So these mononuclear cells are 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 cells that are very immature. You know, they, they haven't matured. Uh, so they're immature immune cells or, you know, progenitor cells. Um, that's what's supposed to be used. And when that's used, even though, even if that's from a different indiv- individual, it's, oh, it's very, very safe, extremely safe. Um, I can, for example, a statistic uh, was that out of um, over uh, 500 uh, patients who got umbilical cord blood uh, transplantation, there's not a single one that has suffered uh, from graft-versus-host disease, uh, even even when there's no immune suppression. Because when cells are so young, they are somehow able to adapt to the host. Uh, whereas you, if you get a bone marrow transplant, right, so that's kind of like it's also a, a, a blood source. So bone marrow transplant, they just mobilize your bone marrow and then they, 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 they filter your blood and they, they give people the stem cells. Unfortunately, even if you're perfectly matched uh, as adults, let's say adult A is giving adult B perfectly matched uh, bone marrow transplant, so these blood transfusions, um, and there's still a rejection rate. Whereas if using cord blood, completely unmatched, no immune suppression. You just give it to another person. There hasn't been rejection. That's how powerful young cells are. That's how interesting the biological system operates. So um, so this, this, when the cells are pure, you're not supposed to have issues. But when you have more mesenchymal stem cells, you're even 
almost, you know, it, it's it's pretty unlikely to have any kind of immune issues because mesenchymal stem cells are used to help prevent organ rejections. So a person can have just gotten an organ transplant, and if the person gets mesenchymal stem cells as, you know, a, a, a transfusion, the organ is going to stay in better because it modulates your immune system. Um, so, so what I believe is a combination um, you know, of these immature immune cells plus a high percentage mesenchymal stem cells. And that's what I set out to do. Um, so I actually set up a company called Chara Biologics where I wanted to provide the best, the highest quality product. So our stem cell product has over 20% mesenchymal stem cells, but also have all these other cells that are really helpful in, in, in uh, therapeutic effects. So in combination, um, I believe this is the, the best product in the country, and I can prove it by third-party testing. And I, I always want to give my patients the best. And I kind of made, you know, it's like kind of like a like a, a pledge I made for my patients, you know, to my patients that I will give them the very best no matter what. So the screening is really important. The the, the screening process, the mothers actually go through about 89 questions. Um, so when they decide that they're not going to keep their cord, uh, they're asked to fill out this very extensive questionnaire asking about their, uh, their own personal history, family history, their sexual history, toxic exposure, travel history. So everything you can think of, prenatal history, everything is taken into account. Of course, you know, a person is not allowed to be compensated for a tissue donation, right? In, in the United States, you can't sell tissue. So you can't even give them a little gift. You know, it's completely, you know, it has to be a donation. There's no reason for mothers not to answer it truthfully. So, so, so only when a, a, a sample or a tissue is 100%, um, you know, a, per, with perfect answers, will we accept them? And then we go through extensive testing uh, of the tissue still. Wow. So, so this, yeah, so the safety is, it's, it's, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite assured. Well, that's good to know too, um, because there are so many, um, so many issues, I mean, especially when people are going into foreign countries. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we are talking about stem cell therapy for autism, and we have a specialist, Dr. Joy Kong, with us. And before the break, we were talking about um, this combination uh, that Dr. Kong, you mentioned of of the the umbilical cord with the specific uh, mesocells, and I know that you have a process to make it, um, and that you're assuring people that it is uh, safe if, and the highest standards are made if they're getting it from you, from your sources. And I know that uh, that you have told me before when we talked that yours is actually much more affordable too, because I know parents are going out out of the country uh, and pursuing it and um, many are spending you know exorbitant amounts of money so I'd like to just kind of talk about that just slightly you know a little bit there but I'm also wondering okay some people didn't even know that this treatment was legal in the US so obviously it is but I know that you have a little bit more to say about that so you know comparing somebody going out of sea overseas to doing it here affordability and legalities can you just kind of cover some of those things that parents need to just be aware of? 
Yeah. So um, overseas, yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked at how much people are charging. But um, in this country, there's a wide range. Um, the range is a little crazy as well. So it ranges from a few thousand dollars to thirty thousand dollars for one treatment. Um, so, but uh, you know, I tell our doctors, you know, you know, please be, be reasonable. You know, please. You know, <laughs> you know this. You know, make it affordable for 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 patients. So, uh, for example, in my clinic, um, if a person gets um, one cc of uh, stem cells, which contains 10 million cells, um, the 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 cost is four thousand dollars. If the person gets uh, two cc's, um, which is 20 million cells, then then the cost is seven thousand dollars. And um, and for a young kid, you know, probably one to two or three, it's enough. So each additional CC in my clinic, I charge twenty five hundred dollars. So so you can see it's probably um, a ha- half or third of the of what people you know have to pay overseas. So we have the most um, you know as as far as quality assurance, it's it's the best type of cells and the safest. And also more affordable. So it's just a matter of people getting to know that they have this available in the U.S. You know, from a very safe source. Um, It's too bad that there's this misconception that people think that they have to fly out and and to get something from overseas. And I'm wondering, yeah, it's it's nice to know they can get it here. I'm just wondering, how much do you know? How do you know how much to get each child? Because, you know, there's the 10 million cells, the 20 million cells, and they're the different prices. So I'm assuming that you, you do some testing and, and some question surveys with the parents and, and the child's level of, you know, of, of autism perhaps, their symptoms. Um, I'm also wondering, is it always through IV? And if it is, how do you get a child with autism to sit, sit you know, comfortably? And uh, so can you answer those questions for us? Yes, of course. Um, the way the dose is calculated is by weight. So um, it depends on, you know, how many, you know, how, how many pounds the child is. So I usually go by about 30 pounds. So for, for one cc, um, you know, I, I can, you know, there's, there's flexibility. Um, but the, um, so also about, you know, disease um, aggressiveness, um, but I, I think the way I like to do it is a series of treatments. I want to see how patients do um, in a couple months, you know, two, three months, you know, neurological, you know, um, you know brain-related issues sometimes take a long time to recover. So a, a person may still see improvement, you know, even six, seven months down the road. So I want to give them some time, you know, at least two, three months to see, you know, are we getting um, a lot of improvements? Can we, you know, are we good? Or do we want to, or, or is the person plateaued? Can we do a, do another uh, treatment? So, um, so, so it's, it's by weight and also by response. And that as far as um, injections, um, you know, speaking as a physician, you know, I, I, and, and as an educator, I, um, you know, there's so much uh, study done um, on 
different, um, you know, autoimmune issues or even autism. So IV definitely is a powerful um, modality that that people can use. Um, but even intramuscular injections. So when the IV cannot be established, the child is really difficult and, you know, very hyperactive and, and just very resistant because it can be very difficult to establish IV uh, in, in a, you know, autistic child. Um, even injecting intramuscularly can have good results because um, the cells will be absorbed into, a lot of them will be absorbed into the bloodstream, but some even stay in the muscles and can continue to, to secrete um, various factors, um, the growth factors when they're in the muscles. Um, but uh, ideally, um, I, I think IV is ideal, but I've heard people getting great response even with injection, inject, IM injections. So, that, so that's good news. <laughs> yeah, that is good news. I know it, there, it causes, you know, even a parent of a child with autism thinks they have to go to the dentist with their child and the stress level just goes up. It's, it's so hard. Oh, with these, you know, our kids are so sensitive, the sensory overload, the fear factor. And so, um, yeah, that's that's good news to know, too, for, for sure, um, and that the series is good. Um, I'm thinking, too, I'm imagining um, you know, a whole a whole approach to health is also important along with it. You know, we're going to take a short break right here, and then maybe we'll jump into that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about stem cell therapy for autism and we have Dr. Joy Kong with us. And just so that you know, to all of the links for today's show, uh, including those to, to Dr. Kong, but I'll have her give her website to you as well. Um, but every, the show notes will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash stem cell. And I've made it all one word, no spaces, just stem cell there. Um, and uh, important to know, um, as, as well as Dr. Uh, Kong's uh, YouTube lecture that she mentioned, I'll link to that as well, too. So if you're out driving your car, you're on your morning walk, you don't have something to write with, don't worry about it. We'll be able to get that for you. Um, and one thing, too, that I think is really important, Dr. Kong, is to uh, help assure and, you know, parents, I'm always trying to educate as well, that diet, detoxification, the rest of the pieces are important along with the stem cell therapy, correct? It's crucial. It's, it's really crucial. So like all the patients who come to me for stem cell therapy, no matter what conditions they have, um, I always try to optimize 
their 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 diet. Um, you know, the detoxification is part of it, and also, you know, I their 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 hormones and their you know inflammation levels. There's so many ways to reduce that or or to optimize those um, to allow the cells to work better. So what I tell people is that I you know I'm giving you this incredibly powerful tool. This this you know almost you know, the, this magical piece that, that helped the beginning of life, right? So, but life is so much more complex. You know, if you don't have a, a nutrient, if you don't have zinc, you know, the cell, how is the cell going to work? You know, how is that going to promote different signals when it requires zinc? So you've got to optimize everything. You've got to, you know, have an integrative and, and holistic approach. You can't just say, oh, I've got stem cells and I, I don't have to worry about everything else. No, you still have to worry about everything else and, and, and do everything you can for overall health. And exercise is important for sure. You know, get the kid to exercise and to move. <laughs> and outside and in nature, yeah, I think people, you know, would tend to get isolated, especially with children with autism. You know, it, it can be challenging to go out in public sometimes, but I always really encourage, uh, you know, take them to the park, take them out uh, for a walk, get get them moving and then get them, you know, fresh air and, and in the earth, uh, as well as, of course, you know, diet is is so so important you know food is medicine but it's also important to know that diet is not everything there are as i mentioned to you earlier the the four stages workshop that i offered to you and um that's again at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop so you can get that as well to learn everything there is because we're looking for the optimum results we don't want to just do one thing and get par results or subpar results we want to just get uh we want to get the do the best that we can. And um, again, I'll link to your information, Dr. Kong. But where can our listeners learn more about your practice and contact you? Um, so they can look up on, uh, on the website. So um, at CIA, so CIA Center for Genetic Medicine. So it's in short, it's T H E A C R M dot com. And um, I have a lot of YouTube videos where I try to educate people, you know, on stem cells and subject or genetic medicine. Um, so they can look me up, you know, and just, I think it's Joy Kong MD or something. I have to look up my YouTube channel, but just, just Google me on YouTube. So I have, you know, some good videos out there that I think are very helpful. And um, yeah, or call our clinics at 818-356-8248. Uh, that's another way to reach us. Okay, great. And again, I will link to, uh, I already have that linked on the show notes page, um, so we'll make sure, but I will add your, the YouTube lecture that you mentioned are, are all MSCs created equal. And there are, as well as, as parents, we do have practitioners that listen to uh, to this, so, uh, this show, so please do share it with other practitioners yeah. so you can help educate because Dr. Kong yeah. is an educator of other practitioners, so that would be really helpful to share that. And parents, you can share share that with your practitioners as well. And again, we're actually out of time I'm today. putting yep. together I'm actually putting together uh, my my full day lecture on stem cell therapy online. So I, I that will help reach more doctors and get more doctors educated on really the nitty gritty and, and how best to optimize cell therapy. 
Okay, great. That will be wonderful. So again, the links will be for you at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash stem cell. And we are out of time. Thank you, Dr. Gong, so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you for listening in today, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. 